Welcome to episode 121 of the Disney Hipster Podcast. My name is Adam, and I write for the Disney Hipster Blog. With me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew. Hello, friends. And my co-host, Keith. Hey, amigos in Norwegian. How do you say friends in Norway? Fuck, let me Google that. Go on. Tusen talk. Tusen talk. And not our Jamie. Jamie's not here. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about Norway. Yay! And boo. We decided that we're going to change our Disney Hipster October meetup. We're no longer going to Victoria Falls Lounge. Yay! At Animal Kingdom Lodge. As much as I hate to say that, personally. Rose filed a restraining order against you. That's not our fault. She did. She hates our guts. But we are changing it to a Crescent Lake bar crawl. Yes. By popular demand. By popular demand. We got too many complaints that we're not doing a bar crawl this trip. So, we are going to be meeting at Bellevue Lounge at 7 o'clock on October 18th. That is located at Disney's Boardwalk Resort. That is a Saturday. A Saturday. Very, Saturday. Very easy to find. Yes. Please contact us at uh, Disney Hipsters on Twitter to find out any information that you might be wondering about. And uh, just in case you're wondering, kids are invited because kids are allowed at Disney World bars. Yes. And we will tweet as we go. So even if you can't make the first bar, you could find us somewhere along Crescent. Crescent, Crescent Lake. Lake. Crescent, Crescent Lake. Yeah. The shores of Crescent Lake. And guess what? Peekaboo Buffeteria is on our agenda. And by that, we mean we're ending at a peekaboo of Not necessarily, but I'm getting a taco my way. It's a thing not likely to happen, but we like to discuss it anyway. A hypothetical Disney-related extravaganza the joy of the day. If you could ruin the spirit of any World Showcase pavilion... <laughs> in a way we could generally see <laughs> Walt you? Disney World doing... Ala Norway, what would you do? Jeez, you just read that verbatim. I know. I did. That was a text message. Come on, my friend. <laughs> um, who wants to go first? I think Keith should go first. Okay, I'll go first. Um, since Disney has a history of taking Mushu and ruining uh, attractions already. Come on, who didn't think of this? Keep going. I, that's the reason that I prefaced it. I've decided that we are going to inject as much Mushu as possible into China and Japan. So I'm actually ruining, I'm ruining two pavilions. Um, and I figure it would take easily three or four weeks before anyone would even notice that, hey, why is he in Japan? That's yeah. Amazing. Well, people um, still get those two countries confused. Yes. Uh, you know, they're very, very similar. Yes. They have nothing in common yes. except for Slanny something eyes. we can't mention. You can. Andrew has slanty eyes. I'm on the show. That's true. You can That's mention you, anything you want. So we get diplomatic shows. immunity. Yes. So yeah, so I would uh, replace the uh, film with a Mushu-centric film. Maybe even a direct uh, lift from the Art of anima- or the uh, Animation Academy. Um, and just replace... The cast member who speaks to Mushu with an, with an Asian cast member. Um, and they'll use the same footage, so they'll just have to work around what he's talking about to make it fit into the Chinese pavilion. Clearly. Wow. I... Uh, well, all the restaurants will all obviously be uh, character dining with, with Mushu. Will they only serve Mushu? They will only serve uh, Mushu 
Correct. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And that, you know what? Again, you made a Mushi restaurant, people would be all over it. I love I'm Mushi thinking I just might have accidentally improved China. Yeah. <laughs> I would love, could you no imagine if you go get like a breakfast Mushu, like kind of like an omelet but chopped up with like a hoisin or like a plum sauce? Mm-hmm. That would Damn be it, I was supposed to ruin it and I improved it. You did. Fuck. So I'm going to go in a similar vein, but uh, in a similar vein to Norway, that is. To where you're taking a fictional country and sort of implementing it on top of an actual country, yeah. a la Arendelle, Norway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To where I'm going to implement Agrabah onto Morocco. Okay? <laughs> so you know how oh. I... Holy shit, I just learned that Agrabah is not a real place. No, Agrabah is not. is not a real place at all. No. And yet... Uh, Aladdin and Jasmine do meet in Morocco. It is, it is, is, it is what? What would you call Agrabah? Like a generalized Arab, Arab country? No, it's Arabia. I mean, generalized it's Arabia. Just ambiguous, the Middle-ish ambiguous Eastern. Arabia. Ambiguous Arabia is Middle-ish Eastern. And that's also the name of my next album, Ambiguous Arabia. But uh, what we're going to do here is we're going to take out the uh, museum. Uh huh. Okay, where all the fashions of uh, Morocco are, are kept. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to replace that with the art of Aladdin, all uh, the Stave Church and Frozen. I think, may I make a uh, editorial suggestion? Yes, yes. I think can. it should be the art of Aladdin, but not the original film, one of the DTV sequels. The, preferably the one, and maybe they both were, just a uh, grouping of the Aladdin television show mishmashed into one yeah. movie. I That's need I want a whole room dedicated to Return of Jafar. I, I need know. a whole room. I I'm feel sorry. like because um, Disney's licensing fees were even are expensive even from one department to itself, <laughs> they should go with the, the thief and the cobbler. <laughs> is that the uh, is that the the, the <laughs> rip-off version yeah. that shows up in yeah. video stores with a oh, remarkably yeah. similar oh, cover? Oh yeah. yeah. That's the one. Lovely. Oh yes. yeah, thief and the cobbler. Got it. You know what? I need an entree called Thief and the Cobbler with the side of Peach Cobbler in my life. And the cobbler is part of the entree? Yeah, I need that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's like an airline food. It's divided mm-hmm. into sections. Yeah, I'm into it. All yeah. right. Um, I am going to with... A- Wait, we have one more question about Morocco. Oh, okay. Uh, Stonecock remains or Stonecock is replaced? Uh, they actually... The popularity of the Stonecock insist that they replicate it. So there's actually seven of them found throughout the pavilion, including two in the bathroom. Right in the stalls. But only in the men's bathroom, not in the women's bathroom. Clearly. Oh, because the women would do some nasty things with it. Now the oh, men and the men wouldn't? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's true, especially in Disney World. All right, so I'm going to go with a, um, a retheme of the Canada Pavilion. Okay. To, I'm going to change the name. It's now just going to be celebrate something Canadian, but not... Canada, it's going to be the Mike Myers Pavilion. Okay. It's going to be fully dedicated to the art of Mike Myers. But latter period Mike Myers, like yes. after Austin Powers. Yes. So the, the um, so 360 is going to be the Love Guru 360. <laughs> okay. Or the Love Guru Circle Vision. Will you watch the entire movie of Love Guru in 360? There's uh-huh. three showings a day. <laughs> Just three? <laughs> yes. Um, fast pass, which tier would this be? Because you need, you clearly have to fast pass it. Fast You're not just going to walk t- up day of one. and get in. It's tier, it's tier one. one for sure. Okay. Yeah, it's what they'll give everyone when they run out of anything that people would actually want. 
Now, what we'll be focusing on, because I would imagine we would veer off of Mike Myers' comedic and also go into his uh, foray into drama. Um, so will there be part of a Studio 54? Or was it just called 54? Mm, um, no, um, I was going to avoid it. We're the only real that? two things I was going to have was the, the 360 show. And then I was also going to have a, uh, a Wayne's World state, like where uh, Off Kilter is, will be Wayne's World show. Okay. Like a state show where they come up and actors play, you know, Wayne and Garth and do rock, bad rock Your covers. Canada sounds horrible. It, it rivals current Canada. I was going to say it's pretty much the same exact thing. I don't like it. Will, will Wayne and Garth have over-the-top Canadian accents? Um, of course. Okay. Um, and that's really, I mean, there's really not much else to it. Again, if I do anything else, I'll probably improve it. Yeah. By accident. Instead of hidden Mickeys, there should be hidden mics. Yes. For sure. Actually, you know what? Like a like a Mike a uh, an Austin Powers show in the 360 would be kind of cool. No. Uh, an Austin Powers two, the Spy Who Shagged Me show. Yes. In the, yes. Not the third one. The third one really was terrible. Who's the third one? Beyonce. Well, yeah, Beyonce. That was uh, yeah with disappointing. The Beyonce show. I never saw that one. Yeah. You're better off. Yes. All okay. right. This is the merchandise loop. We hope you're not duped by the fascinating things that we shop for. So we're going to lose the store, the Puffin's Roost, whatever it's Probably. We're not losing anything. Right? And well, in Ma- its current incarnation. I'm not losing yeah. shit. And Maelstrom, if you could take any merchandise. We haven't even announced that Andy and Maelstrom on the show, and you're just trampling over people's dreams. Yes. Oh, are we spoiling this for some people? Maybe yeah, some people don't know. I agree that some people definitely don't know, and Adam's just trampling their dreams. Mm-hmm. It was what? about a week or two uh, that uh, Disney officially announced that the rumors of Norway getting frozified were not, in fact, rumors at all, but stone-cold fact. Yes. So it sounds like the store is gone, as well as the queue, as well the store as the, is as not the attraction. Gone. The store is not gone. Who knows? I, there could be anything. I think the only thing that's safe is is the sit-down restaurant. Yes. So Locker Shoes is probably safe. Kringle is Kringle is safe, safe too. Probably so they, safe. Anything, have, barring anything in Kringle, anything in Locker Shoes, and anything on the outside. And I think the first room in Puffin's Roost is probably safe too. Okay. So anything else you could take? Theoretically. Okay. Uh, I would like to go first. Okay, go ahead. There is a statue, sort of a little signage above one of the Puffin's Roof entrances where it's a three-faced king Mm -hmm. above one of the rooms. I want to take that. I don't know what it symbolizes at all, but uh, it's just one of those random things above one of the entrances, and I've always thought it was really cool. And uh, that's what I want to take. How big do you think? Like, is that that's something that you could comfortably probably Easy. hang in a hallway, uh, right? No, I'd hang it anywhere. It's not that big at all. Maybe a maybe a foot tall. Maybe maybe a foot and a half. Yeah, I'm I'm always terrible with perspective of something no, it's, that's it's, above it's, my head, but it's, it's not, not that big. No. Okay, that's what I thought. So no, yeah, I, I mean that would that. be fun. I love that thing. Yeah, I mean it's it's really cute. Yeah, I mean look for it next time you're in the pavilion. You know, it's not something that everyone notices. Hurry necessarily. up. You know? Yeah, no, it's going to be there. It'll be there. That's not going anywhere. Keith, what would you steal? I would like um, a few of the seats from the theater. Obviously, they're the best seats in the world. I would uh, like to put... I think that they would work well on, uh, you know, a a back deck or a patio, something. I mean, you're not going to put them... Maybe a hallway, maybe a foyer. 
Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a, 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 a living room or den type of thing. No, they're not. And I don't even know how much. No, I don't even know how much sitting I would actually do on them. No. But against some wall, I would like probably um, four. Yeah, I would imagine I would like four of them. Maybe uh, Theme Park Connection will have them. I'm sure they will. We're going to have to uh, inquire about that. They really are super. Why are they so oddly comfortable? They're not comfortable at all. I think they're very I don't mind them at all. I think they're pretty I don't no, mind. I enjoyable. I've never sat on them for more than 10 minutes, so Did, I can't uh, vouch for well, their... You probably barely sat on them five minutes because the film is five minutes long. Yeah, but I usually stay... A little bit Unless extra. it's timed perfectly. Yeah. I like to see a full... Full run beginning to end. So more normally, I see at least one and a half. So gotcha. you're talking about seven, eight minutes. Did you guys see on Theme Park Connection? They have uh, one of the mastheads from the Viking ships, from Already? one of the ride, ride vehicles. Yeah, but it's from a, a refurb in a maybe oh, a, oh, 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 oh. like a refurb a couple of years ago, maybe. Wow. But uh, there, it's beautiful. It's up to like six hundred dollars. Wow. Hmm. Just the masthead. It's kind of beautiful, and I insist on getting one. So if Adam hasn't bought it for me already, okay. <laughs> hint, hint. I'm turning 31 this year. That's a big birthday. You only do that once. Yeah, that's a really big birthday. Um, Instead yes. of buying me an iPhone 6, I'd rather have that. That's not for your birthday. That's just for the heck of it. Exactly. The masthead is for my birthday. Adam, what's your thing? Instead of looking up on your phone. What? <laughs> what are we recording? Is this a show? This is a show? No. Okay. So um, I want... This better be good. You know the troll that you pass when you start to go forward again after going backwards? With the, yes. with the, the one that blinks? Mm-hmm. Oh, and he has only, only has one eye? You want the eye. I want the eye. You should have the eye. What are you doing? I would like eye? you to have the eye. I don't know. I just want it. I think okay. you should just carry it around. That eye In some is... sort of velvet box. Yes. I would probably put it in like a... Like a... Under a jar and like a brass rod or something that's weird a brass rod under like a bell jar well yeah but why do you need a brass rod because you got to display the eyeball and that's just gonna lay it under a glass like a i would bring it with me most places i went clock or whatever it's called i would check clock. it at restaurants instead of my jacket nice you could take it to uh victorian alberts table yeah. for Can two you? no three <laughs> well i mean eyeball. i'm not taking i'm not getting a fucking seat i'm here's not my, psycho here's my eyeball yeah, I really do want his eye. My, can I have given my runner up? Yeah, sure. I don't sure. know what it's called, but it's there's a sign. You know, in the unload area, there's a sign that has like Freenor? a little. Free It says free No, it's oh. got like fire above it. It's underneath the bench, oh, above the bench, and it says um, J O T U L. Oh yes, O-T-U-L? okay, yeah. I only remember that specifically because I was just looking oh, at all the, the next pictures sign that I is took. Free obviously. Yeah, I want that sign or any of the signs from that room. I want that room. I want the whole room. I would love that, but I thought that was a little overboard. I would have taken the uh, oil rig had I could take something that, but that was unrealistic. Yeah, and I was also considering if we were going to take anything from Norway, I was going to take the K from the Kringle sign, which may be on the table anyway, because I would be very surprised if they kept the same name. No, they're keeping Kringle. You just, just, Andrew never thought of that. You are, he's going to die now. His what? tears are coming out of his eyes. They're not going to get rid of Kringle. No, they're going to change the name of Kringle. Of course they are. It's something to like old no, boss sweet and poor. No, I think they very well they're made. They're not changing the pavilion to Frozen, you guys. So let's talk about Norway. Don't say it like that. Say it I like did it in a Norwegian accent. That was wrong. So, uh, with the recent uh, news that 
Maelstrom is actually being converted into a frozen attraction. Yes. Uh, the Boom. full capacity of this is not really known yet, whether it's going to be an overlay, totally new traction with a different track system, etc. Yep. And whether the uh, frozen theming is going to extend beyond the attraction or not. Yep. But it does seem that uh, Elsa and Anna are also going to have a meet and greet. They are. Yet again, back in Norway. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably still in the Puffin's Roost or whatever. But uh, I thought we would take this time to chat about the... Uh, the changes and the pavilion in general and what it means to us. Yeah. So where do we want to start? On the well, first of all, I want to be honest. I have not officially read the press release. Just, I'm just, just realizing that now. It, Don't read it. Yeah, it's horrible. It's pretty horrible. It's pretty vague for the most part. Um, should we go through what we kind of know for sure? Well, I think Andrew just did. I wasn't listening, but I yeah, think you re- might have touched you read, on it. Why don't you actually read it, Adam? If you could pull it up, that would be great. It's kind of uh, vaguely offensive. It you is. Know? It's it's kind of insane, actually. Hmm. Everyone could hear me typing. I apologize. Clearly, you guys obviously. could kill a, some time. A, yeah. Um. I'm devastated, to say the least. Were you surprised? No, I wasn't at all. I knew this was happening a long time ago. Yeah. So so this was rumored for quite a while. Um. And they were kind of. I knew. I knew it was. I knew they, this was going to happen. So it, it's basically closing about three weeks after they announced it. They pussyfooted around it for a while. Yeah. Um, yes. And of course, the thought being that they were trying to get money from Norway to redo the the um, to refurb the attraction, but Norway didn't want to give them the nine million or something they wanted. So, being that they had to spend the money themselves, they decided, hey, we could just throw a uh, frozen overlay or a new attraction or whatever the heck they're going to do. We don't really know. We don't know anything okay. as of right now, except for they're somehow introducing characters from frozen into the ride yes so i'm going to read the um the the tom staggs is the one who posted on the blog so obviously okay. it means something big they posted it on a friday afternoon at exactly one o'clock yes yeah, so that's when my twitter blew the blew fuck up exactly up. one o'clock. yes and if anyone doesn't know about giant corporations we i work for one we love to give terrible news under the guise of being good news on Friday afternoons, because people are the least attentive. Yeah, no <laughs> one's really paying, except for the Disney community. Yes, but apparently. unfortunately, yes. And that's something that they crazy. started with the white. The White House does that. I mean, that's how. Absolutely. <laughs> that's how high up that goes. Yes, taking out the trash on a Friday. It's a thing. So they knew they were going to get some shit for it. Um, so basically, do you want me to read? I'll read it word for it. Yeah. When Walt Disney promised that Disneyland would never get completed, so as oh long as there God. is imagination left in the world, he made a promise to our guests that Danny we take says. seriously all of our location around the world. That's this the year, offensive part, right? I know, that it really is. Like, yeah, we're going to use... Invoked. Yeah, that whole, like, Disneyland is never complete, which that's bullshit because this is a totally different thing. Uh, this year, one particular product of imagination, Disney's animation blockbuster hit Frozen captured the hearts and minds of people around the world and gave us a new opportunity to make good on Walt's pledge. It really says this year? Yep. Talking about a film that came out last year? Yes. Yeah, it only came out this year, didn't it? No, it was November. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. Okay. We've made Frozen a part of the guest experience in a number of ways already, and our guests have both loved them and asked for more. So I'm pleased to say that we're starting construction at Walt Disney World Resort on a brand new Frozen attraction at the Norway Pavilion in Epcot. Interesting. Do you think that the phrase starting construction mm-hmm. indicates something more than an overlay? No. Personally, no. Okay. 
I, I agree with you, but I didn't know if that was a, pers- a purposeful choice of semantics so, or if they were just... Be- before I finish this, I'll say that the uh, one thing that they did confirm later on is that this will, will go live early 2016, which only gives them a year, oh, and God. Disney's way too slow to build a new attraction. And you're not even talking like you have some blank land that you want to build something new on. You'd have to demolish and prep first. And then even if we like assume EPA studies and all kind of stuff, things like that before you would even do it. So there's no way that they're totally getting rid of the ride system. Even if we want to assume that early 2016 extends to March, April, would you still consider that? that? Yeah. Yeah. So You're it's still too short for Disney. 16 months. Yeah. Too short for Disney. And, mm. and taking out attraction too. You have to keep that in mind that that's a big part of the process. And there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. Does anybody remember how long Test Track was down for? Mm, about the same. Right, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's why people. That's why it's probably just going to be like they're going to use the ride system rip everything else out. Um, the new attraction, which replaces Maelstrom, will take our guests to Ar- Arendelle and immerse them in many of their favorite moments and music from the film. Uh, the pavilion will also include a royal greeting location where Anna and Elsa can meet our guests. We think these frozen elements are great complements to the Norway Pavilion, which showcases the country... And the region that inspired the film. Anyone have a problem with that? Um, a, lot, I have a, f- a lot of people like, it did not inspire the film. Well, you know what? You get a lot actually, of that. The funny thing is, if you actually watch the film, and I'm not, I, I hate this idea. I like Frozen enough. The, so movie's, I, yeah. the movie's fine. I don't, I don't mind it at all. And I love the Norway Pavilion. If you watch Frozen, there's actually a lot of hints that it was inspired by Norway. Yep. There's a key scene in particular where they're talking about the way that you place your firewood yeah which is a huge thing in norway yeah like how to uh like stack your firewood yeah because you gotta put like bark up yes, or something like exact, that exactly yeah. that's a huge thing in norway and uh that's a little hint of that in the film yeah which i think is kind of neat but that's also like a general scandinavian that's really what it really totally. is totally right? but but still that's kind of neat that they included that so in it's really film. sweet in norway finland why not just call it norway though if even right. if there was one person who had the kernel of a thought of hey if this takes off and i don't know when the serious thought of uh sliding frozen into norway began i don't know if it predates the release of the film i don't know but would you have felt better or would you feel better now if it was officially norway from the beginning would you feel a little bit better about sliding them into the I Norway would, Pavilion? I would, feel, I would feel a smidge better. Yes, I yeah, would. At least it's real. Yeah, at least it's a real thing. I wonder what the reasoning behind not... It's not like there's no Disney animated film that, that takes place in a real place. Okay, we have Agrabah, but we also have, you know, Beauty and the Beast was in France. Ratatouille was in right. But in France. like generic... Look, but generic location. Yeah, I guess you're right because you could just make up like a fake city in that country. Yeah, it could I mean, be you don't even Arendelle, have to mention Norway. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like a fucking province or whatever. Yeah, that is true. I don't know. They could have done that very easily. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I mean, I guess they just didn't know it was going to be the, the smash that it was. Um, Frozen's popular characters will also have a bigger presence in Magic Kingdom Park this holiday season, in addition to the ongoing character appearances. Do I need to talk about this? Queen Elsa will use her powers to transform Cinderella Castle into an ice palace every night, which is hilarious. And Mickey's uh, Mickey's bleh, Mickey's very merry Christmas party goers can see Anna, Elsa, and Kristoff and Olaf in Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. Okay, um, that 
taking it bit by bit, going in reverse order. I don't. I'm not surprised that they're going to put them in a parade. That doesn't bother me yeah. whatsoever. Now that all that stuff. If is they're going to put them in that fun. shit show of a parade anyway. Yeah, and the whole castle thing, like they put those ice light things on it anyway. So it's, yeah, it's been it's years. Really, if it's, they want to just uh, kind of retrofit it, uh, rewrite history, and decide, oh, guess what? Uh, Elsa does yeah. it. Elsa's been doing it the whole time. That I don't give a shit. That crazy bitch. Um, and that's really it for the most part. I think they're gonna oh they're gonna expand the the get rid of the ice skating and in, in uh all right that's stupid whatever and, and put make the snow bigger and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, for them we're really concentrating on Norway. So that that's the gist of the release. Um, aside from that, you know, he jumped in on some comments and said the thing. You know, uh, what? what's it called? Nothing. No, he did. He, that's I'm talking about the thing like it not um it closed while well, reopening in early You're 2016 blabbering. stuff like that. All right. Okay, so now, from what I understand, reading uh, reading Twitter, that as with most things on the Parks blog, all of the comments that followed this release were pro this decision. Yes, on the Parks blog. On yes. the Parks blog, right? Yes. So the Parks blog only has 140 comments. Um, I've posted stuff. Lots of other people have, and they just say moderated, and then it disappears. Correct. <laughs> so they never go up, and so the only ones up here are either questions or like, "I'm so excited about this." Me and my boyfriend went to see Frozen on our first date. So stuff like that, you know. Right. Um, like they'll be together forever. Which it's, it's uh, unfortunate it's that you can't take this part. And it's not just this story. You can't take this Parks blog serious. No. No, it's it's just a news. It's all propaganda. Yeah, it does. It shouldn't be a blog. It should just be like a news site. Yes. Right. Because like, it's supposed to be interactive, but it's not. You know, and then Tom Stagg's jumping in and saying a couple stupid things throughout it. But then on the other side of it, media they can't really control is their Facebook page. <laughs> right. Which they all. linked to this. And the so last I looked, they were over 3,000 comments, all negative. I read every single one. Every single one was negative. They put really? up, Then the Walt Disney World Twitter account also tweeted it. Every reply, negative. Like, it's okay. crazy. And lots of people who were exactly like we were, like most people, like, we love, we love Frozen, if you put that in, you know, Magic Kingdom, uh, Hollywood Studios, especially where you really need it, we would love it. We would love it, love it, love it. But people love, especially all the adults that go and drink around the world and stuff, love that World Showcase feels like World Showcase. And if you make it into fake stuff, it's not going to feel that way anymore. Well, what do you think Disney's reasoning was behind? Just because they, to- they, they probably didn't have the money budgeted for a Frozen attraction. Couldn't really pull it out of anywhere unless they canceled other big projects, which they probably weren't willing to do. Um, and but they had to put the money into Maelstrom, which they probably already had scheduled. So they were probably able to throw like another ten million in and just refurb the attraction that way, without you spending you know two hundred million dollars. You don't think Disney thought that making these current uh, things going on at Hollywood Studios Frozen related, making them a little more permanent, which would have been cheaper. It just to me, if you wanted to have a bigger park presence, yeah. And a million other people have said this, and it makes perfect sense, and it's super obvious. The studios is crying out for some sort of identity at this point. Yeah. Has, Even if you patchworked no it for a couple of years with this. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, it was a good. I mean, to be honest, I mean, you went to it, Keith, and we talked mm-hmm. about it before, but. People actually kind of liked it, even though it was thrown together. It's totally fine. Like, it's totally acceptable. Especially until you see, you know, the reason they didn't jump on Little Mermaid or jump on Beauty and the Beast is the old way of the company was to, you know, 
like Wait normal cubbies do. Wait it out and see how long this fervor really lasts. So, like, is Frozen going to be... I mean, it will always be popular, but is it going to be the giant smash hit? You know what? It probably will be. It probably will yeah. be. But why not digest it yeah. for a minute and figure out what mm. what park it really yeah. lives in? Well, Because it's not Epcot. We know that. No. I mean, it obviously belongs in the Magic it's Kingdom not, if you're going to put it in. It's not anywhere. Epcot. The big problem, too, is that they spend so much money... On attractions nowadays, it's almost bad because they got this weird thing with Universal Studios going on where they're doing these innovative attractions. And Disney feels like they need to be innovative at all times. And the only time they're not innovative anymore is when they're throwing an overlay on something and using existing ride systems because they're saying, oh, we're just approving this dated attraction. But there's something in them that won't let them build like a $30 million dark ride. Right. Which would be met with resounding applause. Yes. They think it needs to be like The Little Mermaid, which, you know, they would never, I mean, at least right now, they would never build Alice again. They would never build Mr. Toad. They would never build. Which is ridiculous because that would be amazing. They would never build those rides because they don't have the capacity. Honestly, get rid of Philhar Magic and but do how, a frozen attraction there. Yeah. How much could it cost to throw and like I love a, Philhar Magic. Don't send hate mail. Yeah. I love it. But seriously, yeah. put it in right there. You could do like a little quick moving omni mover type dark ride that isn't gigantic. Just make it go kind of slow. Yeah. Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you they could, could spend... go through every song from the movie. Yeah, you could pretty sure. much spend the same amount of money and put it where it should go, or put it somewhere new and have a new attraction. I a mean, half dozen, view. a half dozen show scenes, and then a fairly next gen Olaf. Yeah. Audio animatronic at the end. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Hell, I, really, I don't care. Steal Universals and have it say everybody's name. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. We don't care. At the end of the day, like, too, is I, I don't get it because people love those dark rides. Yeah. Like, they're beloved. Well, you guys are forgetting. World Showcase doesn't have enough visitors. Yeah, and that's the other thing. World it, Showcase isn't busy enough. My biggest issue is that you're going to clog the area. It's going to make it crazy. Wait, you're not going to clog World Showcase. It doesn't have any visitors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. World Showcase isn't busy enough. It's a me- It was a mess when Elsa and Anna were there. It's a mess all the time. It's a mess when Maelstrom, the queue is yeah, out the exactly. door. What Maelstrom the hell? is already busy. It just doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense like, at all. And now Maelstrom, because of its kind of slow load and its kind of low capacity, mm-hmm. it, the weights can get pretty significant. Sure. Right? We've all been there on not super busy times where... You know, the stars just align in a certain way, and it's supposed to as a 40-minute wait. Yeah, I mean, it's very common, especially at night, like when it's pretty busy. Go yeah. down food and wine, you're talking an hour at least sometimes, an hour and a half. What the heck is this going to be like when it's a frozen attraction, especially if it's just an overlay? Like, this is all the stuff that seems so crazy to me. And I don't see the, the lasting love for this that I guess some people do. I don't think two or three years from now, um, the weight is going to be any different than it is for Maelstrom. Yeah. It ebbs and flows. It gets heavy sometimes. Other times it's a walk on. Yeah. But people uh, like Maelstrom at the end of the day. Because they don't feel that people don't feel the same way about Grand Fiesta. Like that always has a slightly shorter line. That, oh, I mean, I don't remember the last time I even stopped. You know, one switch back before the load area. Yeah, and that has pretty much the same capacity. Now, granted, 90% of the time I'm in Mexico, it's within 10 minutes of the pavilion opening. 
Yes, because... So maybe later, because I don't tour World Showcase like a retard. Yes. Maybe later on the day, on the busy times, the wait does get a little more. Yeah. But I just, I don't... It, it, this seems like... What if Disney's next film is a huge hit and the six and seven and eight and nine-year-olds who are uh, stone-cold frozen freaks at this point right. just switch their allegiance to the next film? Right. And drop Frozen. Right. Let me play Devil's Advocate. Yeah, okay. okay. I think Keith was just doing that. No, I'm going to really play devil's advocate. <laughs> All right. No problem. No, br- bridging off what Keith just said. No problem. Two devil's advocates. Right. Let's go. So, right now, the biggest thing, obviously, most of the fan community is, is complaining about, and people in general, is that it's going to ruin the feel of world, the feel of world showcase by putting in something imaginary. Okay. Right? Because even Grand Fiesta, though it has the, over, the characters in it, they just try to tell the story of Mexico in a way. Well, and Panchito is from Mexico. Yeah, so it makes sense. Right. But the they, actual real Mexico. But it's not yeah. a three caballeros ride. No. They just happen to be in it. Yeah, but they show Mexico. Yeah, right. So that's that. If they were to say Big Hero 6 comes out, it's a huge, huge hit. Yes. And they decide to put build a brand new attraction in Japan. Is that Does it have a connection to Japan? Mm, kind no, of. It doesn't. It's just I mean, does it have a vaguely anime feel to it? Yeah, it does. So no, okay. that doesn't make it. No, that's Japanese. what I'm saying. But that's why I'm picking it. Like something that's not. It's kind of looky Japan-y, looky whatever, but not really. But we're gonna put a brand new dark ride in Japan based on Big Hero Six. That's this huge hit. Because they're not getting rid of anything. You'd be okay with it. Yeah, because they're not getting rid of any of the pavilions. So it's kind of a combination. That's all I'm saying. The thing is, the Maelstrom gets me excited about Norway. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they were going to say, we're going to get rid of the entire Mitsukoshi department store to put in this. You'd be pissed. Th- I would be furious. And if they were saying there was an already a dark ride that yes. celebrated if, Japan. If they got rid of anything, if it's just yeah. addition, I have no real problem with it. As long as they can justify it within the pavilion. Yeah. Like if they can say, this is why this is culturally significant for Japan. I'm all about it, you know? Yeah. And they're not getting rid of anything. I'm all about it. My thing in the bottom line is I know, and I, I may be biased, but I know for a fact that there is no possibility that I'm going to like the new ride more than I like Maelstrom. No. There is no possible 0%. way. And I don't have any love for the original property that it's based off of. I don't have... I mean, the intellectual property that it's based off, I don't have... It, it, it just goes... Boils down to, I know I'm not going to like it as much. Mm-hmm. There's no way. No. There's zero percent. And I and I like Frozen. Yeah. I like it a lot. I think it's I think it's great. Well... But so, you know what? I love Maelstrom. Yeah. I love Maelstrom. Can I clarify something, too? Uh, I love sure. Maelstrom. So, somebody on Twitter, we were talking about it, and he goes... Hey guys, like you seriously don't realize that, like that, how many people are writing Disney saying that they want a, a Frozen attraction? I'm sure I they are, and I'm sure this do. public clamor that they are talking about is the bullshit people who jump on you as you're leaving a park. Yep. Can I ask you a few questions? That's exactly sure. where it's coming from. How would you feel if Disney had a Frozen attraction? If they added a Frozen attraction? If they asked me, and I'm not a Frozen fan, yeah. I would have said. 
If you're adding a frozen attraction, I'm all for it. Yeah, which I'm sure is how the question was worded. Sure. But now, but that's what they don't get is like everyone's mad because they're replacing something that's already there that tells the story of the country to an area that's not going to tell the story or an attraction that's not going to tell the story of the country. And again, we're fine with them updating Maelstrom. I just want to clarify that too because it does need a refurb. And we, you know, as much as we're tied to like the, the current music in it and all that kind of stuff, we expect it was only a matter of time before that was gone or like the oil tanker scene at the end was gone, which I love. Probably, yes. Just because That's it's not a little dated effect. in terms of like, it's not so PC anymore. So I expected that to go. And I would have been a little sad, but that's the kind of stuff you expect to change and you're okay with. I'm Correct. not necessarily, you know, I think we're just all upset about the actual change and what they're actually doing. And not just to Norway, but the culture, perhaps, of yeah. World Showcase. Yeah. Because you don't know how many other attractions. Ten years from now, you don't know if they have changed three other pavilions yeah, to incorporate Exactly. Okay. And you don't know, Disney may even, in the back of their mind, now base certain films mm-hmm. in certain countries so they can incorporate. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly my thought. And when I actually wrote Disney, Disney Guest Communications, which you could all write if you wanted to, and I mm-hmm. suggest that you do. Um, it's, it's WDW Guest Communications, I think. Just Google it, and you will find the email address. You cannot call them. Um, and just write them an email about how you feel. Um, and I actually spoke to a rep there who said that, you know, they had gotten tons and tons and tons of feedback, basically saying the same thing I did, which is everything we've spoken about so far. Mm-hmm. Not in a negative way, like we would love a Frozen traction, we just don't think it's a place for it. We think mm-hmm. it's going to change the feel of World Showcase, which is one of the biggest things that we do when we go down there. And eventually, you keep doing that, you might get to the point where adults are just like, I don't really want to be here anymore because this is not what, it doesn't feel the same. Right, which in the long run would hurt their bottom line. When adding Frozen, there is going to do nothing for their bottom line. I, in all honesty, I do not think anybody is going to. I don't know a lot of people who go down to Walt Disney World, and let's just take the once every two or three year traveler. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of those people currently do not go to Epcot because they have little kids, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't think there's anybody who, when they sit down and they're going to be there for five days, says, well, let's not go to Epcot. Yeah, no. And there's going to be nothing different, theoretically. Like, if it's the same ride system, they're just going to... What's the difference? They're going to add more people. More people will ride the attraction in the first couple of years. Yeah. But, I mean, right now, like, you see four-year-olds and stuff like that on the attraction all the time. So it's not going to change who could ride it. No, I, I don't. You'll sell more merch, but no matter where you put the ride, if it emptied into a gift shop, you would sell more merch. So I don't believe that that, if that's their justification, yeah, for putting it in an Epcot. I just I don't understand unless it's just as simple as, and it probably is as simple as that. It's cheaper to refurb this attraction. There's no other attraction that is sort of on the chopping block or due for a refurb that they can shoehorn yes. it into. I mean, I'm sure they sat there and they thought to themselves. All right, you know, let's take the Magic Kingdom. It wouldn't fit in Tomorrowland, so let's immediately eliminate Tomorrowland. Same thing with Adventureland, this and that. That leaves Fantasyland. We just sort of did Fantasyland. Um, maybe they thought about, hey, what if we replace, like you said, Fill Her Magic mm-hmm. with something frozen? Or, God forbid, what if they sat there and said, you know, Peter Pan? Yeah. How much would it cost? Would this, that, ba ba ba? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, I think it's exactly what I said, which is that they just, you know, it needed to be refurbed anyway. The budget money was already there. And they could sort of justify it because it's Norwegian yeah. influence. And I'm going to guess that Disney executives or somebody is probably pissed that Norway wouldn't cut up the cash. Because they know it was kind of a sore spot and they were going back and forth and arguing about it and that kind of stuff. And that was and actually a, in the regular Norwegian media. I've <laughs> said it before. I I don't know what the uh, what the drive. I don't know why Norway would have paid the money. Yeah, well, they, you, I think their taxpayers are like, why are you going to give Disney nine million dollars? Right. When if we give them nothing, mm-hmm. and assuming they do still call the pavilion Norway, they're going to at least initially make it more popular. And that's the thing about Norway; they don't need it to be more popular. It's they pop- have the highest standard of living in the entire world. Right. They're good. They're Why not, do they want it to be more popular? They're they not a they huge don't tourist want, country. Yeah, they don't need more people. Yeah. They no. have the highest standard of living in the entire world. They don't they don't need tourists. You know. So what would your best case scenario be For me, based on what we know? Oh, can I can I just say about the phone call real quick before we Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. So, so they, um, the pr- people basically said on the phone at the end of the day is that they talk, they've been pushing all this information, all these complaints are getting to the development team. And the development team has been instructing them at Guest Communications to tell people, don't jump to conclusions. We have not, and stressed that they have not announced how they're going to implement Frozen. So although Frozen will be implemented, they're kind of suggesting it might be in a slightly softer way. So I think that segues into your question, Keith. Okay. So yeah. So you. So you. And what do you? Uh, what do you? All right. Let me. It's going to be two pronged. What is it that you think they're going to do, and what is it that you would find acceptable? What do you think right now? We all agree they're going to keep keep the uh, the track system. No, we don't all agree on that. Okay, Andrew, go. Because we've talked to a lot of people who are convinced that the whole thing is being raised. You know beyond the initial facade or whatever, mm-hmm. and the track system will be totally different. Uh, I find that a little bit hard to believe, given their recent track record with like Seven Dwarves Mine Train, etc., um, and their construction speed, personally. Yes. But yes. best case scenario for me is that they leave the attraction and do a complete overlay in the, in the uh, sort of vein as uh, Grand Fiesta Tour. That is best case scenario. If it smells like the attraction is still a water ride mm-hmm. um, and you just see Olaf and a couple other things from Frozen, that's best case scenario. Do I think that's going to happen? Not necessarily. That, now, that you, That's what I would be happy with. If they did replace the track system, do you yeah. think there's any possibility that it would remain a boat ride? No, I don't. Because boat rides are expensive to maintain. I agree 100%. Yeah. If if they're changing the track layout, I actually imagine that it would be trackless. Yeah, the the it would they would bring yeah. in the track probably yeah. technology. Yeah. That's what I imagine. Yeah, the boat systems are just a little. Uh, no, they're they're expensive, low low people eaters. Like they don't. Yeah, the capacity. Low is the capacity. Issue. Yes, absolutely. And that I mean that's the thing I don't get about this whole situation is how they could possibly put anything back there that could handle the capacity. There's, uh, it's pretty hard unless yeah. unless it's a. Omnimover style attraction. You need to fit the queue. Yeah. Which needs to be like seven times as large as it is now, at least for the first couple of years. Yeah. That's the thing. And then you get stuck with a big useless queue a la Mermaid. Yes. Right. But you have to incorporate the first two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. 
and the high high season. You know, yeah. you still got you always got Christmas. And right, right, right. Or right. you're going to use it. You know, and it's, you don't want it spewing out into the middle of Norway, which Malmstrom already does. Yeah. You know, I I think best case scenario is the ride basically stays the same, and they just throw in at the end. Maybe, maybe they replace the troll when you switch from going backwards. They replace that with Olaf. Yeah, that's literally the best case scenario. Yeah. my thought would be that they would do a um, they would do a tour of Norway with Olaf narrating it. And then maybe have Olaf at the end. But that's not what it's going to be. No. That would be best case. So I think if there, if anything changes with the track, it's either that because it's so popular, they are legit fast tracking it and trying to do it really quick. And if they do it trackless, they might be able to do it quicker because they don't have to lay so they much stuff down. track, right? Um, and they could, they'd have to resurface everything. Yeah, but they could... Yeah, but they could wipe it clean, put new floors down, build all the structures, and then they could program it probably like in a warehouse somewhere, like the cars themselves, and then move them over. And they've, you know, they've been dealing with the technology now, so they're kind of good at it. If they leave the track the way it is, it obviously will just be a total shit show because the track will be short right. and it will back up all the time. The other option is that they keep the track the way it is. They were actually spaced because the traction was supposed to be bigger than it was but got cut for budget right. issues initially, mm-hmm. you could probably extend the track as it is. We'll see. So, that, I mean, that's another possibility, that they just add, you know, somewhat of feet to well, the, the big the part, ride. Well, a is. big thing is that they're going to obviously get rid of the five-minute film about Norway. Yeah, obviously, because the they're going to need to put and that's and that or Elsa on or something. It's probably going to be part of the queue. Yeah, actually. I think so. Uh, yes, 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 yes. So it yes. seems like it's going to be part of the queue, that uh, big theater. It's a pretty big space. They would probably, I bet you they reversed the load in that. I was just going to say the exact yeah. same thing. Yeah, yeah. They can do a, uh, you know, an errand where the where the little town set is now where you get right. off at the end. Right. Uh-huh. They can make that the, you know, uh, e- either could if they're imagine? doing in chronological order, they could do the, uh, you know, the, the castle right. in Arendelle. I'm surprised they didn't do that like a while ago, to be honest, even with Maelstrom. Because no one was watching the movie anyway. Can you imagine? That would be great. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool if it went reversed. I would have no problem with that. That'd be kind of cool, actually. Yeah, they don't. We'll see. And they've made no mention of changing the restaurant, which I guess is still a sellout most of the time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, what else are they going to do? Well, they're going to put Elson on it in the restaurant. Well, they could have. I guess if they if they needed to to sell more tickets, yes, they could have made. Um, and this is again something I don't understand why they didn't do somewhere Hollywood Studios, whatever. Oh, just well, turn I, I, some restaurant money. They were printing money. Printing. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. It, it just it makes no sense yeah. to me. Like you're going to spend all this money on the stupid overlay, but you don't. No one's like, oh, maybe we should build a quick. Whatever, and put Elton on it. They could have done that for a year and a half and literally just earmarked every dollar they made off of that to build a attraction in Hollywood Studios, and it would have basically paid for itself. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing is crazy. Unless all of these character breakfasts, all of them, Park and Vine, I mean, Hollywood and Vine, whatever it is, all of them sell out all the time, and there was nowhere to put it. Crystal Palace. If there was nowhere to put a breakfast... Because they're already selling out all of them, mm. where you wouldn't be making more money. That's the only excuse for them not having it. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. All right. So, 
to sort of wrap up a little bit, do you think, based on the fervor, that there's any chance this thing gets canceled and gets no. pushed to elsewhere? No. no. As much as we're fighting for it, there's no way. I mean, because they're, they're getting a lot of heat. Okay, but in all honesty, how many people do you think wrote in... I'm sure Disney's not has stopped reading the fucking Facebook comments. So let's that's just, you know, people preaching to the choir. But I mean, I don't point. know. I mean, they probably pay so much attention to their social media. Do they? Stuff. No, they don't. I don't think they pay any attention to it. But, but even if 10,000 people called up and complained, there's going to be somebody who's really spearheading this is going to say, uh, we had 98% of the people that we polled exiting the park, and there was... 300,000 people that we talked to. Right. And 98% of them said they wanted Frozen. So, right. okay, so there was 10,000 people that called up. Most of them, unfortunately, are probably annual pass holders anyway. Right. And I'm not going to spend any more or any less money, probably, based on this attraction. Yes, and right. I'm going to go and ride it anyway. Right. They're not stupid. They're not stupid. There's no way they're going to cancel it. Just like they didn't cancel Mr. Toad getting shut down. Mesa Toad is it that was, was pre it was that double. was pre internet so yeah. it was a little different yes but there were still people chained in front or whatever sitting in front toad there were some dudes in t shirts the last day yeah, yeah whatever you know. you know same situation there's people that cared that they knew about yeah I mean I don't know this seems to have gotten like a crazy fervor because of the internet and kind of the way social media is currently I just can't believe it like looking I mean there's just nothing positive. You would think that you've, you announced a fir- if they had said there was going to be a standalone $100 million frozen attraction in Hollywood Studios, people would lose their shit lose and it would be mind. so positive. I would be excited. It would blow all over social Wouldn't media in the best way possible, which is what you want for your company. I'd I would be, be excited. I mean, I would be I'd cautiously. Be I would be excited, um, sort of along the same lines that I was excited, and I put kind of air quotes around that, for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I would look at it as. Hey, especially if it was brand new and not replacing anything, something for the most part is better than nothing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, people get excited, especially that Disney has not really, you know, doesn't hasn't built anything really good in a while. Well, not good, but they don't just they don't yeah. build things very often, you know. So people get excited when they do, and it, it I don't know, and that to me feeds the fervor and the, the like fan How many community. Times are you gonna say fervor on this? It show? is, but it's fervor. <laughs> But there, it's, like it gets people like crazy when you do things like this. It keeps them interested and active in like caring the whole time, right? Because you're like obsessed about the mind train or this that this is going to happen or this that's happening. But when st- when neg- you just don't want negative stuff. You don't want that much negative stuff out there. That's what no. it seems like to me. And it seems like so much negativity. That is almost enough to be, if I was like an executive, I would probably at least second guess somewhat and rethink our strategy see but unfortunately i think the one thing that they would change because there was a lot of negative reaction is there may be some bean counter who sits there and goes you know what not everybody loves this idea Mm -hmm. so instead of us spending 25 million Mm dollars um maybe we just spend 17 million dollars and if anything we get a lesser attraction Mm -hmm. than we would have if we had all just kind of quietly said oh that sucks but what are you gonna Uh, do well i mean i think if anything the only good that potentially maybe could come out is maybe the the if the plan was to originally just annihilate any trace of norway from it (laughs) maybe it will keep that and it will just be like we said like a more 
they'll kind of disperse frozen characters throughout the scenes or something like that. Perhaps. You know, maybe I'm being Probably overly not. negative, but I, I just... And, and who knows if we'll ever even know. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you'll never know. This maybe is, somebody disgruntled, uh, you know, does a tell-all book or, you know, does an off-the-record interview where it's like, yeah, this is what we were supposed to get. Yeah. And and, and who knows? Maybe that's why Disney was vague. Maybe yeah. they don't even know. No. Well, they change stuff at a... I mean, that's how imagineering works like they just keep coming up with ideas and ideas and ideas and ideas and then if it's like total like timing like up oh, budget's ready we got this hundred million dollars where are we going to spend it and then something happens and it's whatever's kind of ready in there you know at that Although, point there, it's, a, it's how a, it works it's a two-year-old film yep i mean I that may the bloom you know maybe less popular i don't know i mean uh, it just seems it seems very, very not risky. Risky is not the right word, but short-sighted, maybe. Short-sighted is the, my phrase I've been using for it the whole time. I mean, it's just—I don't know. It's I really ri- wish they wouldn't have done it, or 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 they at least do it tastefully. Yeah, I'm more, I'm hundred like the thing I am by far the most terrified of is that it's going to make the area a disaster. Yeah, at least for the first couple of years. Yeah, it's we were there when disaster. it was just a meet and greet. We were there when it was the damn meet and greet, yeah. and that that entire area yeah, was uh, like fucking that. yeah horrible. I didn't want to go in. I didn't want to. I didn't want to break, you know, the threshold into the courtyard there. And it's such a nice pavilion to like hang out, and that sucks. And you couldn't because they had to break the ride, uh, the line up into areas because they wanted to at least leave a small walkway for people to get in and out. So you had, you know, people roped off in corrals. Yeah. No, ugh, it's the right word. It's just whatever Norwegian for ugh is. <laughs> okay. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it might be. It might just translate the same. Yeah, I think it's the same. All right. All right. Anyone else? We're this just... idea is horrible. Yeah. Goodbye. Unhappy. Sad. Optimistic, but pessimistically sad. I'm sad. Thanks for listening to this sad episode of Disney Hipster Podcast. Don't listen to our other episodes because they're equally as sad. Goodbye. That's it? Follow us on Twitter at Disney Hipsters. And how about a review? We haven't had a review in like a month. Yeah, and the last couple ones have been really negative. So leave leave us a positive one. Also, if you didn't catch our announcement at the beginning of the show, our meet-up at Disney World For meet and greet. On October 18th, it's changing from Victoria Falls to Crescent Lake Bar Crawl starting at Bellevue Lounge. Bellevue Lounge. It's 7 p.m. in the east. 7 p.m. Bellevue Lounge, Crescent Lake Bar Crawl. Be there. Google it. Google it. Goodbye. Goodbye.